The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I'd like to share an amazing story with you which shows the power of unity amongst Klal Yisrael. That despite our differences, we'll love each other and we'll do whatever it takes to help another fellow Jew. There was a man named Yossi who woke up around 1 o'clock in the morning in Israel. He was coughing blood. His wife was alarmed that she saw blood on the bed sheets. And she said, Yossi, let's call our doctor, Dr. Shamgar. So Yossi gets on the phone and he calls the doctor. Thankfully, he answered the phone instead of having an answering machine. And he tells him what's going on. And Dr. Shamgar says, Yossi, I want you to rush over to the hospital. Get to the ER right away and have them do tests. So Yossi and his wife are sped through the streets by Magen the Dome, which is like a hot cellar. And the EMTs are running a battery of tests. They look concerned. When they get to the ER, a doctor greets them there. And they take Yossi into a room and they do a bunch of tests. Thankfully, two hours later, he came out. The tests were all negative And they told him, your condition is nothing significant. You just have to make it to your doctor tomorrow. Apparently, there's a little esophageal problem with your esophagus, but it'll get taken care of. While they're sitting in the waiting room, Yossi's wife happens to notice that there's a man who looks very pensive, very worried, very distraught. So she nudges Yossi. She says, Yossi, you know what, that man looks very worried. I'm concerned about him. Perhaps you should go over to him and ask him if everything is okay. And he says, it's not our business. But she says, yes, you know, this week's parasha is parasha Yeshev. In parasha Yeshev, there's the famous story of Yosef at Sadiq in jail. He notices that the chief wine butler and the baker are sitting in jail, very, very worried, very anxious, very troubled. And Yosef went and cheered them up. So she said, perhaps that's a sign from us that we should cheer this man up. Go and talk to him. Yossi approaches the man. He introduces himself. The man didn't look observant at all. He was a chiloni. Yossi was a religious man. And he says, is everything okay? You look very troubled. My wife and I have been noticing that you look very pensive, very anxious. And the man says, thank you so much for approaching me. Yes, I have a big problem on my hands. My son was mowing the lawn in front of our house today. And something horrible happened. The lawnmower cut off two of his fingers. Thankfully, we know what to do. And we put the two fingers into a bag of ice and we rushed him to the hospital. We were greeted by a surgeon who gave us two alternatives. He said, I can either sew up the wounds and he'll be okay, he'll just have three fingers for the rest of his life, or I can attempt, the surgeon told him, to reattach the fingers, but there's a strong possibility that your son may suffer paralysis in his entire hand for the rest of his life. And you have a half hour to make that decision. And he looks at Yossi, he says, could you believe it? I have a half hour to decide, I don't know what to do. I'm thinking of calling my wife, but I know she'll become hysterical if I tell her what's going on. So I don't want to call her. So Yossi, being a good Jew, he says to himself, you know, I can help you. There's a fellow in Israel called Rabbi Elimelech Führer, who runs an organization called Ezra Lamarpe. Rabbi Führer is known as a tzaddik. He's like an angel. He helps Jews throughout the world, especially in Israel, get treatment for all types of medical conditions. Without ever having gone to a day in college or in medical school, he's brilliant. Many doctors in Israel turn to him for all types of you know, advice and direction. So they made a phone call to someone who made a phone call to someone else. Within, After making five phone calls, they were able, thankfully, miraculously, at 2.30 in the morning, to get Rabbi Führer on the phone. They described the situation to him. Rabbi Führer in his kind voice said, no worries, I'll call you back in 10 minutes with a plan. And to, true to his word, 10 minutes later, Rabbi Führer made a phone call. And he called them and he said, here's what I want you to do. I know it's going to take a little bit of courage. I want you to approach the admissions office in the hospital where you're at. And I want you to have your son discharged and then send them over to another hospital called Asafla Rofe Hospital. In the ER will be a surgeon with a lot of experience that's going to do the surgery. So the man was a little concerned. He didn't know what to do, but Yossi told him, listen, this man is a tzaddik. He's a righteous man. If he tells you to do something, you listen to him. He's helped thousands of people and saved thousands of lives. So they went over to the admissions office. They had Gideon, the young 16-year-old boy, discharged, and he was put into an ambulance. At that point, outside this hospital, Gideon's father, Donnie, said goodbye to Yossi, and he took Yossi's number. 
So after they got home at 4.30 in the morning, Yossi is his wife, Yossi says, you know what, it's too late to go to bed, why don't I just go to shul to the Vatikin early minyan, which is called the Hashkama minyan. So when he gets to shul, lo and behold, who does he see? He sees Dr. Shamgar there. He says, doctor, you won't believe it, thank God everything is okay. And Dr. Shamgar said to him, you know what, usually I'm in bed, I may not even have heard the call, I would have gone to my answering machine, which would have sent you to the hospital, but instead that night, happened to be last night, I had insomnia, and I couldn't sleep, I decided to read some medical journals, and lo and behold, I read a story, or an article in that journal, about a doctor received a phone call, from a patient who was coughing up blood, and he didn't send them to the hospital, and the patient ended up dying, that had tremendous influence on me, that caused me to send you to the hospital, normally I would have told you, just come and visit me, in the office in the morning, and thank God that helped you. And Yossi says to him, more than that, you won't believe what happened. He told him the story of the boy and had it, how his fingers were cut off and now they sent him to the other hospital and he was able to have a surgery over there. And he goes, look, your insomnia led to me going to the hospital, which allowed me to help someone. And hopefully he had a successful surgery. But Yossi never really knew the outcome. Three months later, Yossi gets a phone call from Donnie, Gideon's father. And he says, can I come over and talk to you? Yossi was worried. Perhaps the surgery was a failure and they're coming now to blame me. Well, within an hour, three brand new Lexuses roll up to Yossi's house and out comes Donnie and his wife, Gideon the son, the sisters and the brothers and both sets of grandparents holding a huge bouquet of flowers and he came in and Donnie warmly hugged Yossi said to him, I can't thank you enough, you saved my son's fingers and then Gideon held his hand up and he was able to flex and extend his fingers like nothing ever happened. So Donnie said something, he tells Yossi, you know what, I did a calculation, thank God I have insurance and they paid for all the medical care of my son but if I had not had insurance it would have cost me about a hundred thousand to have had all this medical care. I realized, you know what, that's the present that I should give you. So Danny pulls out an envelope full of cash and he gives it to him. He says, this is a present to you. Yossi says, I should take money for having helped another Jew. I should take money so I was able to help your son. Never, no way will I accept the money. And Danny knew that he wasn't able to fight with Yossi. So suddenly, Gideon the son says, you know what, Yossi, can you please give me a piece of paper and a pen? So Yossi did that. He gave Gideon, the young boy, a piece of paper and a pen. And Gideon did something amazing. He wrote down, I, Gideon, will now accept upon myself to put on fill-in every day for the rest of my life. And he turns to Yossi and he tells him, and you should know something, I've never put on fill-in a day in my life, not even on my bar mitzvah, but I pledge to do that in honor of what you did to me. And Yossi was taken beside himself. He says, I can't believe it. He started to cry. He goes, wow, look how I was able to have this chut to help this young boy come back to Hashem. And so, an amazing experience. Six months later, Yossi's daughter got engaged and Yossi invited Dani and Gideon and the entire family. They came to the wedding. And when they came to the wedding, as any guest would do, they gave Yossi two envelopes. And Yossi put the envelopes in his pocket, didn't think about it at all that night. At the end of the wedding, it was time to pay all the vendors. So Yossi walks over to the band leader, the head of the music, he says, what do I owe you? He goes, no problem Yossi, it's been taken care of. Yossi thinks to himself, says, I can't believe my mechutin went ahead and paid this without asking my permission. We were supposed to split this. Anyway, he goes over to the flower man, he says, what do I owe you? He says, taken care of. He, now he walks over to the photographer, he says, what do I owe you? Taken care of. He walks over to the to the uh, office of the general manager of the wedding hall. He goes, okay, what's the bill for that? He goes, no problem, Yossi, taken care of. He goes, in the morning, I'm going to have to settle all this with my mechotin. Well, finally, Yossi was able to make it home. When Yossi got home, he sat down, he started to relax. He had all these envelopes in his pocket, and he pulls them out one by one. Slowly, he sees the envelope from Donnie. He opens it up. It was a bit bulky. And in there were invoices from every vendor, an invoice from the flower man, paid, an invoice from the photographer, paid, an invoice from the wedding hall, paid. And he says, wow. And then the note from Don, he goes, I know you didn't want to take a present for helping me with my son, but a wedding gift you can't refuse. So he was able to pay for that. But what was most incredible was that a year later, 
Yossi gets a letter from Gideon and he says to him, Yossi, because of you I've put on tefillin every day, but I feel terrible. There were seven days that I was not able to put on tefillin, I forgot to take my tefillin with me. And he told him how his family goes away to Passover to an upscale five-star hotel in Israel and they always go away for Pesach. And at that particular day was a Friday, he forgot to take his tefillin with him. So Yossi started to chuckle and he calls up Gideon because he had their phone number. He goes, Gideon, you don't have to worry about it. You went away on a Friday, which was Erev Pesach. For the seven days after that, it was Pesach and it was Chol Ma'id and Yom Tov. There's no obligation to put on tefillin. You never missed it. You see how much you desire to do the mitzvah. Hashem saw to it that you didn't even miss doing the mitzvah. Eventually, Gideon was able to impress it upon this mitzvah upon his father and his father Donnie started putting on tefillin. The whole family became religious because of this wonderful act of unity where Yossi and his family saw this man troubled and anxious and they went over to him to help him to show care and compassion to another Jew and as a result that one act propelled this young boy to come back to Hashem which helped his entire family come back and do tshuva. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the incredible power of unity in Klal Yisrael. Despite our differences, we can love each other, we can care for each other and with that we'll all be zochet to greet Mashiach Sikeno Amen. Enjoyed this story? Come again, bring a friend, storiestoinspire.org.